This is Paul Lamb, and you're listening to the Path of Just Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you unleash the beast from within so you can fearlessly pursue your own path and passion. Join me on this weekly journey filled with inspiring stories and actionable contents. Become a Path Hunter today. Welcome back to the episode of the Path Hunters Podcast today, guys. You know, I am super, super jazzed about today's guests. You know, I don't even know if people still say jazz nowadays, but regardless, I am super jazzed. I have two lovely people, Jules and Christine. Jules and Christine are travel bloggers from the site don'tforgettomove.com. They've been traveling full-time since 2012 and have been working at grassroots nonprofits around the world. Three years ago, they decided to start, you know, travel blogging and now making a full-time living as bloggers, photographers, and digital influencers. They're passionate about using their site to share their travel experiences with the world and show their readers that they can live that life too. Let's get started into this interview, guys, because I want to get you guys all hyped up on this interview because I just want to inspire all of you to live your life with purpose and passion, such as, you know, Jules and Christine here. I resonated so much with them, you know, on their journey and, you know, how they've grown. And I love the part how they're so passionate about volunteering and how, you know, their followers are resonating with them. Their insight on how to get started on their location independent you know, lifestyle and their advices on, you know, if you're just starting out as well too. I love Jules and Christine's energy in the interview. Thank you so much guys for coming on to the interview and, you know, let's get started. Ladies and gentlemen, my fellow path hunters, you know, I have my Jules and Christine here, travel bloggers, adventure seekers, you know, international volunteer, you know, full digital nomads. You know, they've been traveling for about since 2012. And how's it going, guys? Excellent. Yeah, thanks a lot. Hey, Path Hunters, thanks for having yeah, us. Yeah, thanks for having us. You know, thanks for coming on to the show, guys. You know, I appreciate it. I'm glad we find it connected and everything like that. Gave you guys a little bit of an intro there. Um, I want, you know, in case of you guys, you know, my listeners don't know what you guys do, um, can you guys fill in the blanks and give us a little um, insight about your personal life as well, too? So we are full-time digital nomads. We travel pretty much the whole year. We're also travel bloggers. So we run the site, don'tforgettomove.com. We write about adventure, travel, and responsible tourism. And then with that, we're also photographers, writers, do social media, and everything that runs the gamut of online marketing, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that's one side of what we do. The other thing that we do is that we're also, for the last four or five years, we've been working in various different community development projects around the world. We're studying our master's in international development and, and working non-profits, which is actually where we met. It's a nice little story. <laughs> so yeah, many different bow strings to our bow. Yes. <laughs> well connected as well too, right? So like it's a full-time job for that, right? Like being well connected and everything in your social media is one. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's an understatement. What were you guys doing before, um, uh, you know, um, all this? Okay, so before we were nomads, I had graduated from university with a bachelor's degree in global studies and then started working at nonprofits around San Francisco, where I'm from. And a couple years into that, I realized that I really wanted to travel. So I booked, I saved up and I booked my first ticket down to Mexico. And that was my first trip. And from there, I just got addicted to traveling. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <Yeah. laughs> and uh, for myself, 
sort of similar story. I actually did international studies as well at university. Then decided did my first trip to Thailand, um, first overseas trip at 21, relatively sort of late. And then decided I wanted to sort of get into something like educational based. So I went back to school and did a teacher's degree, ended up being a high school teacher in Melbourne for a few years and then started traveling as well. Decided I wanted to get back on the road and so I booked a long trip over to North America and Central and South America and that's where the travel journey began. Oh man. Is that where you're from, Jules? Uh, so I'm from, I'm from Melbourne, Australia. Sweet. Yeah, yeah no. I just- <laughs> Down under. Yeah, no. <laughs> I hear you. You know, it's always it's always that little bug. It's always like when you go travel and then you get hooked, right? Like it's kind of the same thing for me as well too. I took that trip to China and I backpacked from Beijing all the way down to Shanghai, taking like whatever, you know. Um, I could train like bicycles and like I walked a little bit. And, and when you come back, you can't help but just like you want to do this for forever, basically right absolutely so yeah and it's possible <laughs> exactly obviously you guys are like the essence of that right how did you guys meet like how where did you where did you guys like meet you guys said you guys were in school a little bit and then you guys met in school is that no so we have a pretty pretty i think it's a pretty unique story we so when i first took off on my my big trip i ended up at a nonprofit in peru for 6 months and i was volunteering there Went back to a job in Australia and, and thought to myself, oh, I just need to get back on the road and I really wanted to get back to this organisation. And so I planned a year in advance to head back to this organisation and just happened to be that the day I arrived was the same day that Christine made her way down into Peru as well and we ended up at this uh, disaster relief organisation in Peru back in early 2012. And so we met on our first day both at this organisation my my return trip. And yeah, we spent the next six months working at a disaster relief organization in Peru and we got together and decided, hey, this is pretty good. We should, uh, we should keep giving it a shot. And we continued to travel after we left there to um, up in, through the Amazon into Colombia and we did a bit more work in different sort of various nonprofits along the way. And at the time, we were both writing our own personal sort of blogs just for fun and that's kind of like how Don't Forget to Move got was born as a as a blog. I love it. Love it. You know, was it now, so when you guys were together that time, then then it's, was that the moment where you guys decided, hey, you know what, let's um, uh, let's come, let's join forces and like, you know, like the Justice League or something like that and let's go <laughs> travel around the world, right? Is that is that how that transitioned over? Yeah, I mean, so for us, there wasn't like a really big sort of, quit your job, non, you know, quit my nine to five type moment. It was very sort of slow transition, but we always had, we're sort of just evolving slowly along the way. So we started off, you know, with a, with a passion for, for service, you know, community development type work and, and volunteering and, mm-hmm. and a love for travel and, and the sort of the things that were associated with travel blogging, writing, photography, definitely, which is now about 5% of what we do in reality. And that sort of evolved into a hobby blog, which then evolved into more of a, a professional sort of blog and then a business. And then that sort of evolved into the, the digital nomad status that we're at now. But it was sort of a bit of a slow transition along the way. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely agree. Yes. Yeah. No, that's that's 
That's awesome, guys. Like, were you guys, like, nervous or anything like that? Because I know I didn't want to just graze over that. But, like, were, were you guys just having, like, fears or any, like, any concerns? Was there, like, you know, financial constraints or anything like that? Because I know that, again, you mentioned that like, it was a slow transition, right? So, like, obviously, there were some destinations that you guys had to slowly pick and everything like that. Was that how um, you guys went about that? Or Yeah, well, especially with the travel blog, I think we did things a little bit backwards because a lot of digital nomads these days kind of have this idea of what kind of work they want to do while they're traveling and what kind of, um, if they want to start a blog or do drop shipping or whatever it is, they kind of give thought to that before they leave. And for us, we were already <laughs> traveling and we just knew that we needed to keep traveling. That's all we wanted to do. But we didn't really want to go home and work for a year and save up and go back out again. So our idea was to start this travel blog because we had collected so many stories and photos and videos. And we really wanted to do something with that and try to figure out a way to earn an income at the same time. So it kind of actually fit really naturally. We just started researching other blogs and decided that we could have a crack at it. And then after, you know, a lot of work, obviously the money started coming in, but there's definitely a lot of emotional um, (laughs) difficulties. I mean, traveling full time in itself is pretty exhausting and it can be mentally straining, not having that stability of life back home. Um, It can be lonely at times as well. You know, when you're traveling in low season, you don't meet as many people. Mm -hmm. Um, And we almost, we actually almost threw in, not threw in the tower, but we almost sort of took a few steps back on the blog last year when Mm. we were in the middle of, we were working in the Philippines last year for for an organization doing some community development work and, and yeah, things were kind of tough to juggle everything between doing school and work. And yeah, we almost for we sort of dropped the ball on the blog for a bit, um, and then had a bit of a resurgence at the end of the year. But that yeah. was probably that was a bit of a tough time. And <laughs> also just explaining your lifestyle to friends and family back home. For people who have that normal nine to five life and enjoy that, it's really hard for them to understand why you would want to leave home and travel for years at a time. I mean, it seems like such a crazy concept. So, you know, explaining to our parents, I'm sorry, but we're not coming home. (laughs) That's a bit of a tough conversation. I'll see you at Christmas. Yeah, I'll see you (laughs) once a year, if that. So that's difficult, you know, explaining to your friends and family, but it's definitely worth it for us have this lifestyle it's usually the case you know um i interviewed um johnny fd i'm not i'm not sure you guys know him but um he um yep. uh, makes his money off affiliate marketings and uh, from ernest um ErnestAffiliate.com. And so he mentioned the same thing as well, too. Like, you know, he asked his family, his friends, and everything like that, and they would just give him a like a raging hell no, like, don't do this. <laughs> Stick to your nine to five grind. And it's kind of like a calling that each person has within them, right? It's kind of what would you say would be like the worst moment that you guys faced during your travels and everything like that? Or even like just like a family, or what kind of adversities that would you say would be like the worst moment for you guys when you guys were just traveling and everything? <sighs> I mean, yeah. I guess like there's sort of different. Could be two be answers. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there'd be like different sort of things. Like there'd be like problems just with travel in general, problems in the nonprofit work we've done, and then problems in the blogging sort of work. But I mean, just the indefinite traveling is. You know, we, we've had the top, we've had the parasites. We've had all, Christine's had dengue fever. Like we've had all that the stuff that comes with you know traveling and living <laughs> in developing countries for years on end. But I think just really like the long sort of. The long game, in the long game, it's the lack of stability that is the most. 
Yeah, I can think of one specific moment in 2013. So this is pretty early on in our life of traveling, I guess. And we were in El El Salvador Salvador, and it was kind of smack in the middle of the year. And it was it was low season. We hadn't met any other travelers for so long. And we were staying with a family friend, which was great. And so we called my parents on the phone and I had no idea. I had built up this kind of loneliness and kind of emotion inside of me. And I, I heard my dad voice and I just broke down crying. That's kind of embarrassing, but it was just this homesickness that I didn't even realize I'd had. So I think just being honest with yourself about what kind of lifestyle, I mean, traveling full time and seeing new things every day sounds really exciting, but for us, we've realized that slowing down and kind of making new homes, like staying for a month, like we're doing right now in Bulgaria is kind of better for what we want because it gives us a little bit more stability and we can kind of settle and have that home feeling for a little bit. Definitely, yeah. Stability, yeah, it's, it's something we were really seeking. And it, it changes, I guess, depending on where we are and what we're doing. But after a long, busy stint, it's something that we really start to yearn for. <laughs> yeah. Guys, that's amazing. Like, you know, I'm glad you guys kept going with it, though. Like, you know, I, even though, like, again, I just felt like you guys had that deep calling that you guys had to keep going, right? Is that um, what you guys felt like? Even though like, you were feeling homesick, did you? You obviously didn't go back home right away, did you? No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, I think the thing is just figuring out what kind of lifestyle works best for you. Um, and yeah, there was this deep calling, absolutely, like you're saying, to live abroad and have that adventure. And we just kind of figure, had to figure out exactly what that looked like for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. And, I, and I think also like not being like so committed to that idea, like having like opening up to the idea of expanding on that one idea as well and thinking about like what could this lifestyle look like for us as well like how could we change and how can we involve it and just because we loved writing and, and we loved taking photos for the blog didn't mean that we couldn't start looking at other reasons as well which is kind of what we're transitioning into now more sustainable options but just not being so committed to that one idea mm-hmm. now now that was like the worst part right like of your like you know your whole entire adventures and everything like that now what was the best part like what was the most memorable I'm sure you guys have a bunch but like what was like <laughs> well like you both like each like your top ones like what would be like your bam moment <laughs> you had to go first because like, <laughs> yeah put me on the spot had so many good yeah. memories um I mean for us so like one of the reasons why we got into travel blogging and, and is we were looking for a sustainable way to stay on the road. We weren't sort of looking to make it rich, you know, if you're looking, travel blogging is probably not the right way to go. <laughs> but we wanted to be sustainable in what we we're doing because we, you know, we have a real uh, deep passion for nonprofit work and for working in community yeah. development. So that was one of our real drives to try and make it work so we could continue to do what we were doing. So I think a lot of my best moments on the road sort of revolve around the times that we spent in communities um, and the work that we did with those probably last year in the Philippines, um, working with a group of um, Typhoon Yolanda in the Philippines, um, Typhoon Yolanda survivors, helping them set up a business, a candle making business and, and sort of seeing that through as a project was probably one of my highlights in terms of a personal experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd say just um, finally seeing how our blog has grown and developed and we've landed a couple um, 
pretty big partnerships recently with a few uh, travel brands and that just seeing those contracts coming up and, you know, the money coming in and all the deliverables being decided, like just realizing how big we've gotten is very exciting. And um, yeah, and we recently put out a, a ebook about Cuba, um, the authentic Cuba travel guide and watching people buy that and hearing their feedback about how it's been useful for them on their trip to Cuba. That's probably one of the most exciting things to see that um, we've provided value for people. Yeah. Personal and business. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's amazing because, like, you're you guys are in it for the right reasons, right? You guys are not in it for the money and stuff like that. You guys are in it just to impact the world, like you know, Jules. Like you know, you go and volunteer and everything like that, and so does Christine. And you know, it's it's truly again, like I feel like if you guys are in it for the right reasons, you realistically you can't go wrong. Right, people will resonate sure. with you. People will feel that you know you are you're genuinely out there, just going out for things. Are you sure the money is great as well too? But it is a part <laughs> of it. Let's be real here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's nice to like, <laughs> it's nice to have our own place in Bulgaria now, and not to have to like sleep in a twelve-person dorm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for a month, you know. So yeah, I mean, the course, like, like we said, the money. The blog was a, a way to stay sustainable. It is definitely nice to have some money, um, but it's nice to have that money, as Christian was saying, to have those, you know, to see the blog grow and to have those moments where we can start to, to make it happen so we can come back and have more of those personal experiences like we've had along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really what we're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think I think you're right. People do resonate with you if you're living your life's purpose. I mean, that sounds super cheesy, but <laughs> especially when you're creating content like through a blog, if you write about things you care about. So we write about responsible tourism, which is very important to us, um, especially coming from a nonprofit background. Mm-hmm. And I think people really can feel our passion about that through our writing. And yeah, and I think if you just go you know follow your heart people will uh be attracted to that and we know that even with the the content we put out as well because when we write about those things they feel so much more organic absolutely compared to you know sometimes things you've got to write about when you when you're building your brand and, and working with sponsors it's not that you're not putting out or endorsing stuff it's just that it's not the same as the stuff that you're really passionate about so you might be writing about how to find the best flight deals and that's great because you like to share that information with travelers. But when you're talking about an experience you had volunteering in the Philippines or volunteering in Peru or Mexico, that's the sort of stuff that we feel passionate about. And and that's the sort of stuff that we get the best responses from, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the travel writing stuff, people write to us sometimes like we're a travel agency. It's like, book me a flight to Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then the other stuff is like, you know, wow, that's amazing. How do I, how do, I do that? How do I go to the Philippines and find an organization to work at or yeah, you know, so it's a lot more organic. Definitely. Yeah, that's amazing, guys. I'm I'm so glad that you guys are just doing this and just following your passion and bliss. Um, you know, we're gonna shift gears a little bit. You know, I want to ask you guys if you guys like have like imagine someone that has that's working their nine to five job and you know their corporate um, job. They're not feeling fulfilled and everything like that. What kind of advice or or how would you um, direct them to get started and everything like that? Just to, because they love travel like you guys do. You know, they got that little um, travel bug in them. They took their trip to Thailand or you know Australia or whatever, and they're hooked. And um, now, you know, they want to do more and like travel full time. What kind of, you know, advice or um, a direction would you give for them? Yeah, you, you. Uh, 
I would say just really try to get out of your bubble. So when you're living at home and you're working nine to five and all your friends are working nine to five, it's so easy to kind of have that tunnel vision and just think that that's the only way. But right now is actually a really exciting time because the concept of being a digital nomad or the concept of uh, traveling full time is becoming much more popular. So there's so many resources out there to really help you uh fulfill that like podcasts like this podcast yes um like <laughs> or, blog. or blogs <laughs> or, blog, or yes. articles there's facebook groups um there's communities online so many places where you can network with people who are already doing that and really just make those initial connections and get that inspiration to really keep going because it can be uh, kind of disheartening if you're, you know, working nine to five, you know, mm. five days a week. But if you keep that inspiration going, yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't forget <laughs> to move. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think just starting to think strategically about it. And as Christine said, you know, start the networking now. Start, you know, in every major city, they've got digital nomad groups. And if you can't connect with them physically, you can definitely connect with them online. And just start to think strategically about like what you can offer you know, and what the world can offer you and what you can offer the world. And you can start to prepare for that sort of stuff now, like start learning a new skill. You know, if you're working a job that can work as a free, like be freelance or you can take on the road, then that's fantastic. You can get started straight away. If not, I mean, now's the time to start doing it. You know, you want to get into advertising, start looking at Facebook, you know, marketing and email marketing and ads. And if you want to pursue your dream of graphic design and web design, start learning how to to do basic code or how to put WordPress themes together. Like there's a lot of stuff that you can start doing now, you know, to get yourself ready mm-hmm. or, well, or just quit your job. Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Um, you know, in essence, like really anybody can quit their job, right? It's always just a fear-based thing. You know, they're always holding th- themselves back. People are always having, you know, mortgages on their homes and stuff like that. There are other solutions out there. And I agree with you 100%. Like we're living in a time where at this, this is basically the pinnacle point, guys, where, you know, we can just travel the world on our own terms and everything and not be and run a whole business online just bring your macbook find a cafe and have wi-fi and it's like it's kind of those like essentials now along with your toothbrush and and everything nowadays right so (laughs) oh man what are you guys um passionate about lately lately like you know what's um uh what's been um uh you know getting you guys all hyped up at the moment we're pretty hyped about taking our business to the next level that's something that we're really getting into so you know, as we said, it was a slow transition for the blog. It was a hobby blog, and then we, we sort of turned around and thought, "Hey, we can we can really professionalize this and start to make some money." And now we're really trying to we're really excited about moving into new things. So Christine mentioned the the Cuba travel guide that we recently published, mm-hmm. the authentic Cuba travel guide. That was our first digital product. So you know, you, you sort of pull in a lot of different income streams as a travel blogger, and you you try this out and you try that out and. We're really excited about amping up our business a lot, moving into more digital product creation, course creation, and and a couple of other little side projects. And I think that's, yeah, just trying to expand. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, and what has, you know, what do you guys been, um, uh, you know, what has been like the best place that you guys have traveled to? Like, it's like the the most like I know I know it's kind of like a little I asked that question a little bit earlier but like like destination wise I want to know like what is like the highlight because I know you guys been last time I saw you guys on Snapchat you guys were in Budapest and I was just like man I want to be there (laughs) (laughs) oh man we've been to such amazing places throughout our travels 
It's hard I'm, to say because every time we go to a new place, we, we, very like to, we like to live in the moment, you know. So every time we go to a new place, it, it sort of becomes our favorite place for, <laughs> true. for a little while. And then we were like, oh, what about that place? Oh, yeah, that was cool. But this, this place, new place is our favorite place. So I, mean, I, would, say, was cool. <laughs> I would say the Philippines. So we lived in the Philippines last year for six months working at a nonprofit which was a bit long to be there. Um, but as a traveler, the Philippines is so incredible. And there's still so many undiscovered, pristine beaches and islands there. And like the scuba diving is amazing. Snorkeling is amazing. Um, just laying on the beach is great. So if you want a kind of a newer destination that isn't as well-worn as like the Thailand's, you know, route, then I would definitely suggest the Philippines because like, the scenery is amazing. Yeah, they definitely they don't have the same. They don't really have much of a backpacker industry like industry set up. So it's still got that rustic, mm-hmm. you know, which makes it a bit more of a challenge. But mm-hmm. that's the fun part about traveling, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, as far as work wise, last year we were in Chiang Mai, which is obviously you know a very hot spot for digital nomads. But it was such a cool place to be. Um, and just to meet other travel bloggers and other people who are working online, like if you need a, if you need a jumping off point that you want to move to, um, a foreign location, then I would definitely recommend Chiang Mai because it's kind of an instant community and Mm. there's so many great places to work that it really is a great place to kind of get geared up and get inspired for your business or whatever you're working on. Yeah. Our our travel destinations are changing a little bit now. We used to be a lot more off the grid and we had years of backpacking through Central and South America and things like that. And now we're sort of being a little bit more strategic with our decisions, like in the places we go to and we're finding more of these these digital nomad hubs and, you know, they're just continuing to expand all over the world. You know, we spent a month in Medellin in Colombia and that was amazing to network and they're just very inspiring places to go to if you're looking for inspiration on, on a new project or to collaborate with somebody and yeah, so that's, we're really excited about changing our, our travel destinations to revolve around more of those places now as well. Mm-hmm. Mm, wow. Chiang Mai is actually the, like the world's um, uh, hotspot. It's actually the number one place that's suggested to like, for all digital nomads, right? So I think I want to make a trip there sooner than later than now, actually. <laughs> yeah, you should yeah, definitely you should go. Definitely. Chiang yeah. Mai is awesome. I mean... And the food is amazing. <laughs> yeah, the, the Neiman area is like the new sort of digital nomad, well, new, new, newer you have the old quarter where all the back backers still sort of hang out, and then you have the Neiman area where it's has got you more, you know, upscale. You got co-working offices and yeah, lots, lots of cafes to work from and co-working spaces. And it's cheap, very cheap. How yeah. cheap are we talking about? Like how um, uh, how much would you spend on them? How long were you guys there for? Actually, we were there for five weeks. Yeah, just a little over a month. And we got we didn't get a full apartment. We just had a room and a bathroom. And we spent hundred dollars. Hundred US dollars a month. Yeah, it was a hundred dollars a month for the two of us. You hear that, folks, fellow path hunters? Go to Chiang Mai, Thailand. That's it. Done deal. That's yeah, it. done. <laughs> and the food is even cheaper, and it's so delicious. Mm. So, <laughs> but I mean these these places are all these places are all over the world. Like we're we're in Plovdiv now in Bulgaria, which I mean we'd never heard of <laughs> like a few months ago, and now we're here, and like you know these places are popping up. 
where these digital nomad communities, and you can find them. I mean, you can just go onto Facebook and find, if you go onto Facebook and go to Digital Nomads Chiang Mai mm-hmm. or Digital Nomads Medellin, you can find these groups and you can connect. You can find people. It's probably the best way to find accommodation and start putting calls out in the group and finding out. And we, we were... We were a little bit sort of unprepared on our trip up there, but if you start planning ahead, yeah, I mean, you can find a place in Chiang Mai for a couple of hundred bucks for a month, a really nice apartment with a pool and, (laughs) you know, like some of our friends who it was their second or third season in Chiang Mai and knew how to do it properly. Like <laughs> they got hooked up with the good places. Yeah. <laughs> we sort of just rolled in on, off the bus and we're like, hi, we're looking for a place. And they're like, how many months? And we're like, uh, five weeks. And like, no. Nah. <laughs> so oh, yeah, man. if you're prepared, if you're prepared and you get onto it in a couple of months in advance, you can get a pretty good deal. And I mean, the food is, you know, it costs you a dollar to eat and it's the most amazing Thai food you've ever eaten in your life. <laughs> yeah. So good. Oh man, I want to go. Definitely gonna set that for my my my, my list of destinations. Then for that, um, we'll, meet, we'll meet you there. Yeah, no, that sounds good. I'll take yeah, you guys I, up on that. Yeah, yeah, I think we'll probably be back there. Actually, yeah, I think so. Yeah, sweet guys. I want to be respectful of your time and everything like that. You know, we're gonna bang out some. Uh, you know, just a just two more questions, and then. But before we get into that, I want to let you guys know that you know, you guys, thank you for all the work that you guys do. You know, you guys are amazing people. You know, you guys are living the dream, Excellent. and um, keep doing what you're doing. You're inspiring so much people you're inspiring me as well too and all my listeners and you know again like just keep up following your bliss following your passion and um never forget that okay you guys are awesome oh thank Thanks, you man. so much That's so sweet. i feel so motivated to work here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and um so so the last two questions for i have for you guys you know before we get into that as well too i want to just uh, ask you guys you know where can all the listeners um you know find you where do you guys usually hang out online um you know where can uh, everybody get in touch with you guys well, they can definitely find us online. We're, <laughs> we're always online. Uh, so you can check out our blog. It's don'tforgetsmove.com, and that's where we post all of our long-form articles. So that's where you'll get the best information about where we are, our travel guides, sort of what we're up to. And then we're updating social media regularly. Our, our handle is don't forget to, the number two, move. And we're on Snapchat Instagram, Twitter, Twitter Facebook, Facebook. Instagram stories, which we just got into last night for the first time, which is exciting. I have no idea how to use that. I'm just, I'm just playing with it. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I don't, you know, I just kind of left it. So, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you just kind of like, it's like that. It's almost like travel bloggers FOMO. Like you, anytime a new platform gets on, you just need to get onto it yeah. because if it, you know, we look at these people who were the pioneers or first users of things like Instagram or Snapchat back in the day and we're like, oh my God, I started Snapchat three years ago. Why didn't I stick with it? Or like, you know, Instagram or... So yeah, so we're just jumping on board now to see what it's like. (laughs) Hey, nothing wrong with that, right? Here we are. Yeah, and then you know what? I'll I'll link all this in the show notes, guys, for all the listeners to find as well too. So um, uh, yeah, that won't be a problem. So last two questions, guys. Um, This this show is called the Path Hunters Podcast. When you guys hear the term... Path hunters, what comes to mind? Two answers from you guys. <laughs> Path hunters to me seems like somebody who's on a mission and it's a good mission. Somebody who's, you know, looking at, looking at their options and, and trying to really find the best option that works for them. And, you know, a path is, paths, paths are never straight and they're never just one linear and just stop from start to finish. You know, paths, they divert and you can take a smaller path and you can choose and they have lots of options. So somebody who's a path hunter to me seems like somebody who's really trying to find the best, the best path that works for them. And that's life, man. 
Yeah. And I would just say someone who doesn't let other people dictate where they're going in life, but just creates their own path. Yeah, you can just walk off the path sometimes if you want. Yeah. <laughs> we, we do it all the time on tours. Sometimes we get in trouble. <laughs> sometimes we just go and explore ourselves. I mean, yeah. That's yeah. Make, your own, make your own path. I love that. Thank you, guys. You know, and that's because you're, you're a rebel. You know, Australians are, are, are rebels. Like, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we are a little bit. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Then my final question, you know, so if you guys ha- were in, in the middle of the street and only and we're holding up a sign, so two signs, each one of you holding up a sign, and um, you guys can only write one message or, or advice or whatever it is, what would it be? Just holding up a sign. Bam. <laughs> Mine would say, life is short, so be happy. Yes. Love it. I would say, stop putting off your dream, do it today. <laughs> I loved your sign. <laughs> you guys should do that and take a picture. I'm, I'm going to do one as well too. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, guys. You know, <laughs> good question. I like that question. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's it's a new question I've been kind of dabbing about. So you know, you guys are. The, I, I'm. I love it. I love it. Man, thank you guys for coming on to the show. You know, I appreciate it. I, you know, I can't wait to see where your journey unfolds. You know, maybe have you guys on again later on. Just a touch base Definitely. to see what happens, guys. You know, that would be great. Yeah, that'd be great. Absolutely. And if anybody on your show is listening and wants to get in contact with us, um, if anybody wants to, to find out about how to start a travel blog or wants to know more about what we've done, we've got some resources on our blog. We can send them through to you. Yes. put in the show notes. But, yeah, get in contact with us. Feel free to, to touch base. and Absolutely. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Take care, guys. All right. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you. And there you have it, folks. Truly inspiring interview. I definitely uh, love what I do for the podcast, guys. Reaching out to entrepreneurs and creators, digital nomads, and people who are just simply living their lives the way that they want. Thank you so much, Jules and Christine, for coming onto the podcast. You guys are truly inspiring and and a huge inspiration to us all. Keep being the shining star that you are and keep doing what you're doing. It's definitely impacting the world for sure. I don't know about you guys, my fellow path hunters, but in the interview, you could just hear their passion, their love for travel and the ability to do what they want is truly empowering as for all you fellow path hunters i hope that you guys are getting huge inspiration and awesome value bombs from this you know podcast and and inspired to chase your dreams and passion and spreading love and joy i love what i do and connecting with people and such amazing people i do this for not only for you but also for me as well too i'm growing along with you guys and with that being said i love to hear for all your thoughts send me an email at paul at pathhunters.com tweet me as well to pathhunters and check out uh, jules and christine's website as well it's freaking awesome it's at don't forget to move.com all one word again it's don't forget to move.com check it out stay positive stay beautiful you guys are awesome keep doing what you're doing and you know i believe in you take care I hope you guys enjoyed that. Remember to subscribe, share, and review. Thank you for taking the time for listening to this podcast. You can always find me at pathhunters.com. Stay awesome and know that you can become a path hunter today.